Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever you happen to be listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. I hope you're doing well out there in podcast land today. Uh, this episode is one that I'm very excited about, as I usually am. I'm excited about all the episodes because, you know, I've been doing this for 80-some episodes now over the course of uh, about two and a half years or so, and I've uh, been more consistent over the past 18 months with it, and it's a lot of fun. We get into a lot of really fun topics. Sometimes we'll go over, you know, the same topic more than once if it's been a few months and you know because things change just like the last few months have been uh, really different at Walt Disney World things have changed a little bit and we're actually going to get into a little bit of that tonight and answer the question should you go to Walt Disney World uh, right now we're going to look at kind of some pros and cons to going you know if you should maybe even consider postponing or canceling your trip we're also going to dig down into a big piece of disney news uh, that was dropped on let's see we recorded this on tuesday august the 4th um, this would have been earlier today on tuesday august the 4th uh, you'll probably be listening to this on the 5th or later uh, but yeah some big disney news dropped about some earnings reports and we're going to get down into kind of how that affects uh you know cast members maybe even the guest experience a little bit uh, so a lot of great conversation and uh, thank you all again if you contributed to the show tonight it really helped make it better and i do hope you enjoy our conversation if you're listening to this on podcast so let's get into it shall we tonight this is Travel Tips Tuesday. This is August the 4th, 2020. Our question of the day is this. Should you go to Walt Disney World right now? Should you go to Walt Disney World right now and why? And the answer is not as simple as you may think, right? Some people may immediately say, yes, I love Disney. Let's go. And some people may say, you know... Now's probably not the best time, but I want to uh, offer you some suggestions tonight to hopefully um, allow you to think about your decision either way a little bit more intentionally. Also, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about a huge piece of news that was dropped today about the Walt Disney Company. We're going to do that towards the end uh, and kind of tie that in with what uh, with what we're talking about tonight regarding. Um, you know, should you go to Disney or not and kind of what that means uh, for Central Florida and a lot of people that work there. Um, so we'll get into that in here in just a little bit. But I want to give you a, uh, a little announcement about a couple of things that are coming that you want to be on the lookout for. Uh, as I've been mentioning the past several weeks, I'm involved in a new uh, podcast that kind of focuses on running uh, and also run Disney events. Um, in the coming weeks, we're going to have a special kind of partnered episode uh, with a buddy of mine by, by the name of Mr. Rob Lott. He is an experienced Walt Disney World cast member. He's also an avid uh, run Disney participant and runner himself. I've been seeing a lot of his stuff on uh, Instagram that he's been posting with his runs, which has been awesome and super encouraging, even to me in my own training. Um, so he's going to offer, I think, a unique perspective, also share a little bit of his own Disney story. And we're going to do kind of a run dopey by 40, sort of travel tips Tuesday a crossover episode in the in the coming weeks so I'm uh, excited about that one uh, also next week on travel tips Tuesday we're gonna have a couple more guests on the show this time kind of like we did last week uh, with Matt and Susie from the Imagineers podcast it was a blast being able to have them on it was so much fun uh, and next week we're gonna have uh, Susan and Chris from the uh, ear to ear magic 
uh, kind of podcast at Instagram. They have a, an amazing social media presence, um, and they do a lot uh, of of kind of in park daily reports, you know, real time kind of stuff. You know, they don't um, they don't speculate with people what people are going to say if what they you know if they report something on Disney, you know, it's going to be up to the date. It's going to be uh, you know based on what Disney has said. It's not going to be you know speculated. Uh, they're a super super reliable source. Um, they're also associated with Travelmation as well. Again, Travelmation does not sponsor, you know, Travel Tips Tuesday. It does not sponsor your, your magic per se. Uh, it does not sponsor the Imagineers podcast. We just happen to all be kind of doing this thing and love this uh, medium of, uh, you know, Facebook Live and podcasting and YouTubing to be able to, you know, do something that we love and, and share that love uh, of that something, be it Disney or other things, uh, with other people. So um, it's a lot of fun to do this stuff. So Please let me know what you think. I would love to uh, hear a review from you in uh, on Apple Podcasts. So would love to hear uh, what kind of what you think. Leave an honest review there. Um, five stars are preferable, but you know would love your honest opinion on Travel Tips Tuesday, and you can drop that in Apple Podcasts anytime uh, you wish. I would be greatly appreciative of that. So let's get into the content tonight. Reasons why you should go. Again, we're answering the question: Should you go to Walt Disney World? right now and why so should you go to walt disney world right now and why so if you're watching this live please comment i would love to kind of hear uh some thoughts from you um especially you know if, if you're a travel agent if you're a disney fan not disney fan if you think people are crazy for wanting to go or even for you know bringing this subject up um please drop that in the comments i would love to hear from you so again uh, should you go to walt disney world right now you know, why or why not? So I'm going to kind of scroll back in and make sure, see who all's on here tonight. A lot of you have been kind of dropping in, which is awesome. Uh, good to hear from some of you. I hope you are doing well. So let's get into it. Reasons why you should go. I'm going to look at kind of four, about five uh, reasons why you should go right now. So let's start on a positive note. Number one, and this is going to be probably the most obvious reason why it's a great opportunity to go right now, and that is this low wait times. Let me say that again. Three words, low wait times. So, uh, you know, a lot of the popular attractions that are out there, even uh, Seven Dwarves Mine Train at Magic Kingdom, the uh, the wait times and Peter Pan's flight and some of the others um, are, um, are have been kind of you know low to moderate uh, in length you know kind of for a popular attraction like that uh, you know without you know having the fast passes kind of with that steady stream of people through the fast pass line uh, they're actually utilizing. Um, kind of both queue sides for the majority of the attractions out there that have a fast pass system and a standby line to, you know, lengthen out social distancing to space people out. Uh, there are physical barriers that have been put in place normally, like when you have switchbacks and some of the rides, you know, that kind of go up, you know, masks are required in the parks, all those sorts of things are sanitizing the rides regularly. Uh, so they're doing a lot of thing to, things to protect people um, that are, you know, in the parks, guests, cast members alike, because they want it to be a super safe experience. Um, but again, those, those Wait times are low, which is great, right? So that's a super great reason to go. Also, dining reservations um, tend to be easier to get in many cases. Again, dining reservations for table restaurants, table service restaurants that are open. Let me emphasize that for table service restaurants that are open at Walt Disney World, the ones that are there, it's typically a little bit easier um, to get them and kind of modify them and change them around. Um, I have a client 
just returned from a week-long trip, I think I mentioned this last week, uh, to, uh, they stayed at at Disney's Beach Club Villas, had a great time, and they actually had to modify one of their uh, dining reservations from one location to another location over at Epcot, kind of on the fly, and they were able to do it. Uh, You know, they were able to, you know, they were accommodated, no problem. Uh, They had a great meal, a great day, a great experience, and enjoyed some awesome food. So, um, you know, you know, there's some higher demand restaurants that may be kind of difficult, just like they kind of always are, right? Uh, there are certain ones that are just sort of hard to get. Again, there are certain ones that are not open and not available. If you want a list, a real-time list of, you know, the locations that are open, um, just like the resort hotels, you know, th- that particular schedule has kind of been modified a little bit recently. Um, there's a great, the most reliable place to go is actually Walt Disney World's official Know Before You Go website. Uh, it's kind of their landing page for uh, all things things that you need to know um, before you go. And that's really, honestly, it's one of my resources that I use because I know that that information is going to be, for the most part, you know, most up to date and most reliable. So um, great, great resource for you there. Um, The second thing is this very low, very low crowds. So, you know, you kind of got to watch, um, you know, sort of, sort of the flow of things. So, you know, there, there can be kind of a rush in the morning, but not like you're used to. Uh, so some people wait till mid morning to go. Some people wait till just after lunch to go, uh, into the parks, just sort of, you know, pace yourselves. You know, if you're down there for a vacation, you're going to want to make the most of your time. You know, don't, don't stress yourself out. Um, by having to be on the go all the time, uh, pace yourself, get there, kind of get the lay of the land. You know, you'll be able to sort of sense what the crowds were like, you know, be aware that there are going to be some kind of peaks and valleys as far as the, uh, the, the flow of, um, crowd levels, you know, especially on the weekends, uh, in certain parts of time, you know, during the day. So, be aware of that. Also, as park closes, usually they'll kind of clear out, clear things out land by land, area by area. Uh, so, you know, if, if crowds are a particular issue, one thing you want to be careful about, this is kind of a travel tip for you. Uh, just be aware of that. Uh, find a spot in a wider open area to camp out in. You know, go check out a store that may be off the beaten path while you're getting ready to go. Uh, finish up your shopping, maybe ducking in an attraction right before the park closes. Because if you are in line for an attraction when the park closes, they you know, nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, really, they will let you ride that particular attraction, whatever it is. So even if it says a 10 minute wait for Space Mountain and the park closes in three minutes, you know, they're going to probably still let you get in line more than likely. So, you know, enjoy those last attractions and then that'll kind of let you have more of a relaxing stroll on your way out. You know, you may see some cast members that are kind of waving gently, say, bye, bye, see you later, have a good night, you know, but, um, you know, you'll have a good time and uh, you'll enjoy that last, whether it's Space Mountain or the Country Bear Jamboree or, you know, whatever the case is, whatever's still open at that point in time. Um, Also, this is one of my favorite things that I have loved seeing all over social media since the parks have been open. Those iconic shots with no no one else in the way, right? So you're right in front of Cinderella's castle. You're right in front of Spaceship Earth at Epcot or the Tree of Life or the Chinese Theater or or uh, Tower of Terror at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. You know, you're right in front of these amazing places that have some incredible detail, uh, a lot of storied history behind them, how they got built, how they were constructed, and there's nobody else around, 
right? There's, there's nobody else there. You have these wide open spaces and that's not going to be the case all the time. But I've seen picture after picture, after picture, after picture with like nobody else there. Like people are jumping, they're, you know, laying on the ground. You know, if you want to do that, there's kind of posing, doing all sorts of things. So, uh, it's, it's a really cool thing to see some of those, um, you know, in front of the castle, behind the castle, um, you know, on main street and a lot of different places. So, Especially kind of like if there's a rainstorm coming and you're headed to Central Florida, you're going to be probably towards the parks. Rainstorms, just like any time during the summer, usually those rainstorms will kind of keep a lot of people away. Like they don't want to get wet. They don't be wa- they don't want to be walking around outside. If you're if you're flexible, if you're able to kind of you know be there just before and just after it rains, you can get some incredible shots because usually the lighting is a little bit better, um, especially when it's overcast outside. You get more even lighting. Um, it's not too bright, and it's a great time. Great time to get some. Get some memories right there uh, to kind of take home, uh, take home with you. So, and one thing I do want to let you know, um, just so you are aware, and this is part of the know before you go stuff with Disney. Uh, if you are planning a trip to go, please, please, please be aware that right now, cast members are not permitted to use your phones uh, or your own devices, if it's a camera, DSLR, video camera, whatever, uh, to take pictures while you're down there. Formally, they would. Like the Disney Photo Pass photographers, uh, cast members, you know, whoever uh, were down there, they would take your device, your phone, and take your picture, you know, wherever they were stationed. Um, if you, if you asked them, they would. Well, right now, because of COVID protocol, uh, they will not be doing that. So, um, you know, if, especially if you're going for quite a few days, uh, I highly suggest Memory Maker. Um, you will have access to all the amazing Disney photographers that are about out there, um, extra magic shots, you know, even ride videos, ride photos, and a lot of other sort of amazing little uh, pieces of pixie dust that they will sprinkle in uh, your way. So I've seen some of those come out from some of my clients and even from some of my own trips. Uh, they are high-res photos. You can access those through your My Disney Experience account on the app, and they're a great, great keepsake to have when you go home. Um, the fourth thing is this, and this is going to be kind of, or the fifth thing, sixth, whatever number I'm on, uh, for reasons why you should go. And again, we're going to get to maybe reasons why you should not go just yet here in just a second. So we're looking at both sides of the coin as it were. Um, so the last kind of, you know, for now, more positive reason why you should go is the low stress environment. So give me just a second here, because you may say low stress environment. Well, what about the the temperature screenings? What about the new security checks? What about the social distancing? What about the mask? You know, there are all these different things that you could kind of list and be like, well, what about this, 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 this? So, you know, several weeks ago, you know, I, I'm being transparent, which I will be. I was kind of like, you know, what's this going to be like, right? Mask in the middle of central Florida heat. You know, I'm thinking about the cast members that are there in many cases, you know, that wear uh, sometimes completely wool costumes, the the characters, you know, that have completely enclosed heads and all these, you know, different things um, that, you know, they'll, they'll be sweating out out there. It can be all that pleasant. Um, well, after, you know, talking to some clients that have been there, after talking to several travel agents and other friends that I know, locals to the area that have been there, after I've talked to cast members that I know um, that are back to work, um, yes, things are different, but the magic is still very much there. It still exists. The excellence that Disney is known for in customer service is still there. You know, like I always say on Travel Tips Tuesday, you want to plan well for anything, uh, whether it's a big life decision, whether it's a, you know, whether it's a, a travel uh, experience that you're looking for. Plan well, but be flexible. Plan well, but be flexible. You go into it with that mindset, and you will have an amazing time. 
right? You'll have an absolutely amazing time. It'll be a lot of fun. You'll still be able to create some really fun, uh, fun memories. So low stress environment. So yes, mask are required, but it's a very smooth, easy, and seamless process. Um, after a while, you may not realize it. When you're sitting down for a meal, maybe at your favorite t- table service restaurant, you'll be able to remove that mask. The tables are, are spread out plenty far apart. The servers are wearing masks. Um, and it'll be a great experience uh, for you. You'll enjoy some great food. Um, there are also some uh, kind of rest area or some re- relaxation stations, if you will, where you can take your mask off uh, and relax. And from the reports, some of the reports that I've seen, a lot of those areas have not been overly crowded. So um, lots of great ways to sort of just, you know, relax and have a great time uh, while you're there. So plus you'll see some pretty fun masks that are out there too, ones that people have made from home, different patterns, and even some cast members that have some cool ones on and stuff like that that. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, um, my friend Ben, who's popping on right now, um, says we are so wanting to plan something. Do you know about re entry for the day? Uh, if you could elaborate for me, are you, are you Ben, are you referring to like, if you leave the same park, will you allowed to be, be allowed to come back into that park on that same day? So like, for example, if you were going to magic kingdom, you had a park reservation, you had a park ticket, got your park reservation for magic kingdom and you had to leave, you know, you've got kids that want to go down for a nap or something like that, which, you know, we've got four kids, uh, an almost eight year old, uh, five year old, three year old and uh, one year old right now. So yeah, you know, they, they love their naps. So say you would have to leave. Yes, you could come back to that same park. Now, you would not be able to go to a different park. Uh, You would not even have the ability to book another park reservation for that day uh, because park hopping is not a... a, park hopping is not an option right now. So yes, uh, you could leave the park and then come back later in the day if you want to. So um, that's a great question. Uh, one that I have seen before, but one that I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people are curious about. So Ben, I'm very glad you brought that up. Thank you. Um, the next thing is this. So we're going to kind of transition now from reasons why you should go to maybe reasons why you maybe should not go just yet. And some of these reasons... Um, some of these reasons may surprise you. Some of these reasons may surprise you. Uh, and my buddy Adam Coleman, before I go to the reasons why maybe you should not go just yet, uh, he's saying they've been twice since the parks reopened. The thing is, uh, Central Florida is hot in the summer regardless. Um, and I'm going to make sure I can open the rest of this because sometimes... Uh, yeah, so, right. So, Central Florida is hot in the summer regardless. You are absolutely correct on that, Adam. Um, he says, my wife and I agreed that we felt the face coverings made it, um, face coat, I'm assuming did not make it any heart hotter. So, um, you can find some spots in the shade and, and whatnot. So yeah, the, the face coverings, you know, depending on which kind you have, think that's another thing you've got to think about. You know, if you're going to have the ones that are, you know, triple layer, thick and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they'll be a little bit more, you know, uncomfortable. Personally, I prefer the disposable ones, um, that you can get, you know, they still get the job done for the most part. And, um, they're a little bit more, uh, more comfortable. (laughs) Thanks for calling that Adam. Yes. Uh, he says that, uh, he feels, uh, after going that face comfort, face coverings did not make it, uh, any hotter while you were down there. All right, let's get into four quick reasons why maybe you should not go just yet. Number one, health concerns, right? And I always say this, this is like, this is not even a, a COVID thing for me, right? Uh, if people are not feeling well, you shouldn't go right? Take care of yourself, get better. 
Um, you know, you don't want to risk ruining the magic for yourself, the people that you care about. And again, this is not a, this is not a, a, a COVID, this is a pre-COVID thing, right? I've always stuck to this. And I even go back to 2006 when my wife and I uh, went to Walt Disney World on our honeymoon. Um, she caught a stomach bug while we were down there. You know, it happens. That's something that, you know, could happen anywhere, right? Um, and, you know, we really wanted to be out in the parks, but, you know, we were out of commission for a solid day and a half because we wanted to make sure that she healed up well um, and that we were, you know, able to good to be good to go to, to enjoy the rest of our trip after she got better. So if you are, regardless of what it may be, take care of yourself and take care of the people, you know, around you. And yes, I know trips like this, they're big investments and you want to get the most out of them that you can, but don't, uh, you know, don't, don't risk going, um, and, and kind of basically, uh, just re regretting your decision to go because you thought this one little thing could be overlooked. Um, so, and that's in consideration for yourself and for the other people and for the cast members that are going to be there as well. So, um, the second thing is finances. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, budget well, be intentional about that. I'm having some active conversations about a January trip that we're printing right now around the marathon weekend um, about how we're budgeting because, you know, I, I don't want to go to Disney and, and go into debt. I have an old Travel Tips Tuesday episode that's one of the highest viewed episodes. You know, it was actually before I started numbering them, which was very recently. Uh, <laughs> but I, I may rehash this subject again soon because I think this is one thing that uh, a lot of people think about when they travel plan um, is, is budgeting. Budget well, you don't want to go somewhere, create some amazing memories and then come back in debt and have to worry about that, you know, over and over again, like that, that, you know, paying off your vacation, especially if it's gaining interest is not something that uh, you want to deal with. That sort of lessens the impact of those memories and those moments that you have. So I always encourage you, you know, to find ways to, to save, uh, physically save, set up a special savings account, buy Disney gift cards at a discount, you know, get a side job, you know, whatever it is that you do, um, you know, a, a lot of people will do to make that possible. So for me, you know, I do a lot of those things. I've had side jobs. You know, we, we've got a special uh, savings account that we put aside just for kind of vacation and memories and stuff like that. So uh, we'll get into that in a future episode again, I think, because I, I think it's time we revisit that. So, um, you know, I also want to say that I am sensitive to the fact, very sensitive to the fact that a lot of people's employment and means uh, and livelihood have been impacted. So, yeah, it, it may not be the time for you to go. And that's fine. You know, I have had clients cancel their trips. I have clients, ha clients that have moved their trips. Uh, from this year to a time in the future because of that. Like they want to go, you know, these memories are, are important to them. Um, but, you know, they've also got to take care of what matters most at home, which I completely get and I completely respect. So, you know, on that side of things, you know, it may not be time and that's totally cool, right? You know, I want you to go. I don't want you to regret having an experience, you know, down the road uh, that, that maybe it, it wasn't time for just yet. Uh, the third thing is parades and fireworks are not currently going on. Uh, there are some character cavalcades that kind of pop up, pop up at different places on random during random intervals uh, throughout some of the parks. So you can be aware of that. And those uh, character cavalcades are kind of mini parades in a way. Um, you'll see some characters on horseback, horseback, some of them on floats and there are princesses. Some of them are animated characters. So there's, there's a fun little mix. Uh, there's, you know, dancers and, you know, the, uh, a lot of the dancers that appear on some of the floats, uh, during some of the parades that you may have seen before may seem in some of the pictures, uh, that are out there. There's some other offerings that have been modified as well. Some other experiences, uh, and some, um, you know, seasonal experiences that are not currently available. So 
just be aware of that, uh, especially if you're going back. You know, if you're an annual pass holder, if you're a DVC member, if you're a travel agent, you probably know all this stuff. But get to, to my last point, uh, maybe reasons why you should not go just yet, um, is if you're going for the first time. If this is your very first trip, nobody in your family has ever been, uh, I would encourage you to think about maybe not canceling your trip at this point, um, you know, especially if it's before the end of the year. Um, but think about looking to the future, playing another sort of light at the end of the tunnel moment that you can look forward to, something that you can get really excited about uh, to kind of work towards, save towards, maybe save a little bit more and upgrade your hotel experience or stay a little bit longer and have a little bit longer trip than you would have otherwise. Maybe fly down if you, you know, if, if you were going to going to drive, um, and, you know, save that experience, you know, for, for later, you know, it, that's totally fine. Um, so, uh, just a few things to think about, but I, I want to go ahead and address one particular elephant in the room, so to speak. Uh, and that is a little bit of news that dropped about the Walt Disney company today. Uh, they had one of their earnings reports, uh, that came out that talked about, uh, billions and that's billions of the B, uh, of dollars that were lost in the last quarter, uh, due to primarily due to, um, the, uh, Walt Disney parks, uh, park system, you know, worldwide, uh, you know, Disney world, Disneyland resorts, uh, included, uh, but many of the parks worldwide being closed for, you know, many months on end, basically the entire last fiscal quarter, uh, for the Walt Disney company. And a lot of their movies that were in production um, that, you know, were ready for release. Like, we're ready to hit the go button and put them out there and have people sit in their seats and eat, you know, buttered popcorn and peanut M&Ms and all that stuff and get nachos and sit in their comfy seats and watch these movies for two and a half hours. Uh, Mulan was one of them that was discussed today that will be going to Disney+. Plus. Um, from what I understand, that you will have to pay a premium for to watch even if you have a Disney Plus subscription. Um, so... You know, there's a lot of different things that uh, you kind of have to take in consideration with that. Like, what does that mean? You know, there's lots of conversation. There are those, you know, um, there are those at homes armchair financial analysts that went to the school of Google to learn how to you know, analyze markets and big companies and what that means. But I want to take a little bit of a different look at that and kind of tie that into uh, tonight's topic. So today's news release of the Walt Disney Company uh, experienced a big loss. What does that mean? Uh, sure, a big company. So a big company uh, experienced a big loss. You're going to hear about it. It's going to be on the news, right? It's going to be everywhere. Um, but what does that translate to? Like, what does that translate to on a real tangible uh, level? And I want to I want to take it from the perspective of this person by the name of Walt Disney that you may have heard of, and also several of the other uh, leaders in the Walt Disney Company since uh, Mr. Disney has been around. And that is this: people matter. At the end of the day, it's about the people. It's about the guests. It's about the cast members. It's about the people that are, you know, taking intentional time to craft those amazing creative experiences that when, when you, you know, enter property from that moment, like you're leaving the real world. You don't have to think about the stuff that's, you know, bothering you um, back home. And, you know, there, there may be things that 
uh, you know, we wrestle with that, you know, will follow us different places. But sometimes, you know, going to a great place like Disney makes those experiences a little bit easier uh, to deal with. So I know a lot of people that I've talked to that have had some amazing uh, experiences at Walt Disney World during some incredibly tender times in their life. Um, thanks to, you know, resources put up by other people. Um, Give Kids the World, if you've ever heard of that uh, organization, it's a nonprofit based in Central Florida um, that basically focuses in on um, you know, basically crafting amazing experiences for kids that are, you know, dealing with some really tough, uh, medical circumstances. Um, there's another organization that we've talked about before called Funding Love um, that sends adoptive uh, families to the Walt Disney World Resort to uh, create some amazing memories. And, you know, these are not just cookie cutter adoptive families, but, you know, these are international adoptions. These are domestic adoptions. These are single parent adoptions. Um, and they want, you know, these kids to go and to create some memories where they don't have to worry about like mom doesn't have to worry about dishes. You know, they don't have to worry about, you know, what they're going to watch on TV or, or whatever. Like everything's planned for them from moment one. And it's so cool to see some of the reports uh, from an organization that come to learn how, um, you know, the, these children uh, and these these parents, their forever family have grown together, have bonded over that. So they do a lot of amazing things. I bring all of this stuff up to, to tell you this, that it's all about the people. So when you see a company headline like that, and you think about, well, should I go? My answer to you is like, for me personally, if I could, yeah, I would absolutely go in a heartbeat. Um, these organizations are built on the back of, of people. So when you see those news headlines that are out there, um, when a company like that you know, loses money, that's going to immediately translate to the people that work for them. Um, you know, most of the time for organizations, however big or small, personnel is going to be your biggest annual budget item, uh, your biggest annual budget item. Um, and that's from, you know, the top all the way down, everybody in between. And, you know, yes. So could executives take pay cuts and whatever? Sure. You could, you could put those arguments out there if you wanted to, but even if they did that, it would still be the biggest, uh, budget item. And that's going to translate to people that, you know, work hard that are 40 hours a week that are part-timers, people that are providing for their families at home, you know, um, middle class, upper middle class. So all the different, um, sort of spectrums of, of, of that. So there are a lot of people, a lot of great cast members, um, that are still not back at work yet. And a lot of people that are itching to get back, especially some of the live performers that you may not have seen that, you know, they're not there. A lot of the you know live shows have been modified in different ways. And there are, you know, a number of different reasons for that. There are several cat thousand, like tens of thousands of cast members that were out of work, uh, for several months. Um, so, you know, when the parks reopen, what that's doing is it's not just allowing people to escape for a little bit and have a great vacation and create some new memories. It's letting people, um, provide for their families. It's letting people provide for the people that they hold most dear in their life. Uh, so that's one thing that excites me to see the parks reopen. Um, all my friends that I have that, uh, work for the Walt Disney company, uh, in parks and otherwise, you know, some of them have been furloughed. Uh, some of them have been let go, uh, and some of them continue to to work. So uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm excited to see the parks reopen, uh, and hopefully, you know, we will continue to uh, see good news uh, come out, and hopefully, we can get back to somewhat of a of a normal here pretty soon. So, um, 
you know, there, there has been a, a bit, bit of a fallout as a result of uh, all that's gone on. And uh, it's my hope that you would consider planning a trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. Again, do what's right for your family. Uh, don't be hasty in your decision. Uh, do what's right and have an amazing time. You know, maybe the Walt Disney World is not the best place that you want to go right now. And that's fine. There's a lot of incredible, incredible places and destinations out there where you can have an amazingly magical time. And I would love to talk to you about some of those. Uh, our, our nation has some amazing wonders um, to behold, some really cool experiences to have as families, as individuals. Uh, so look forward to that. So should you book a trip? You know, it's up to you. Yes and no. If you can go safely, by all means, support the cast members. Dive into the magic. It is still there after all. And make some memories knowing you are supporting some incredible cast members. If it is your first trip, maybe considering postponing it. You don't necessarily have to outright cancel it at this time. If your job has been affected, then you get it and you understand. You know, go at your own pace. Do what's right for your family right now. This may not be the best time and that's okay. But don't stop dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop hoping. Don't stop moving forward and looking for opportunities to go on an adventure and build some incredible memories that will last a lifetime. Uh, thank you all so much for joining me for another episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. I love doing this each and every week. And we will see you again real soon. To the future. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.